This week on Ridiculously Bored. I got so much last week. You're not really supposed to talk about this because it involves... Does it involve a horse? It does. (laughs) (laughs) You guys look like you have some money and you're looking for some fun. You guys sit on one side. I sit on the other side. Open Whatever you want. (laughs) Hey there, everybody. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are... Ridiculously bored. All right, we're back. Episode fourteen. Two touchdowns in, and uh, we got a ways to go. We got yes. a lot more material to talk about. Too many stories, too many good times to be had. Michael, how was your week? Week was good. I got so much this <laughs> week. Wait, let me correct that. <laughs> what? I got I got two cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last week we actually got two cats, and it wasn't. It actually wasn't for the kids. Um, I just right. was one of those things I wanted. Well, my daughter's always wanted it. My son's been mm-hmm. up and down. Well, hotter too? Cold. Uh, I wanted to have a friend. So we got two. We got you a bonded, we a got a bonded pair. So it's actually sisters. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That so nice. officially I will never, ever go to your house again. That's why I got them. Because I'm, <laughs> I am deathly allergic to cats. <laughs> And the funny thing is, growing up, my uh, my parents always had, always had a, a cat and or a dog or both. So I was constantly sneezing and blowing my nose, and it was absolutely miserable. So, funny story, I'm allergic to them also. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just find this out? No, I, I knew it, but I've been, oh, okay. been careful. Like, when I play with them, and then I wash my hands. But, like, I can definitely feel it, like, if I'm around them for a little. But, look, I just... I figured it was time to get a pet. I wanted a dog, and that got shot down. So, Why? Because my wife said no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like good reason? Yeah, because she said no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know how this works? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Jesus. Well, this, maybe, maybe your first wife would have done that. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So, originally, then we, we started talking about cats, and... This is where, like, my wife tunes me out. So we were talking about it, and I said, she's like, you know what? No, I don't want a dog. She's like, but I can see maybe a cat. She said, maybe we can do that. So in the conversation, I'm like, okay, if you're telling me that's okay, I'm going to start looking into it. I'm going to call some shelters, get some information. She's like, yeah, 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 fine. Day or two later, I'm like, okay, we got a reservation for this day. This time, we're going to go look at some cats. We'll see what happens. So she's like, what? No, wait, I don't want a cat. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you said... We, we already talked about yeah. this. I'm like, you already shut down the dog. Up, oh, trick of the week showing up. I'm like, you already shut down the dog. Not old Yeller style, just for the record. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you said we can get a cat. So she's like, no, I don't know. So I canceled it. The next day she's like, oh, you know what? I, I am okay with it. Sorry. It was just kind of a surprise. So I'm like, here's the part that is the most annoying about it. I'm like, we actually talked about this, right? Like, I didn't just fucking come home with a cat. I'm like, we talked about this. So, so yeah. So we got a couple. Look, I love having them around. Um, 
The only yeah. places they're not allowed is we have the basement is carpeted, so we don't let them go down there right now. And the mm-hmm. kids' room, just because we're making sure that, you know, they're used to the environment. They're not accidentally having accidents and stuff like that. So once are they're they good with that, they'll be able to go upstairs. Kittens? Yeah, they're are kids. They, they were small? five weeks Can old. They... Oh, wow. Are they big enough to go up the stairs? Yes. Yeah. And unlike your dog, who used to have to go up and down the same way because it couldn't figure out how to turn around, um, they go <laughs> up and down. The One of the cats is walking on the top of the stairs. You know, we have like the banister. Uh-huh. Fucking guys, like walking the tightrope, like he must really feel he has nine <laughs> lives. He's walking on the outside of the banister. Well, they always land on their legs. So yes. even, I mean, even even if they were to fall 20, 30 feet, I think they'd be fine. Well, which he, I don't think the way this cat's going, we're going to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> so it, funny you should mention the uh, the story with you and your wife because I had a very similar experience. Um, except this time we were in agreement. I just didn't expect it to happen the way that it did. So. Uh, we have we have we've always been a big fan of miniature schnauzers, so we uh, we actually volunteer at a, a miniature schnauzer rescue in Arizona. My wife built the website, and we've done a, a bunch of things for them, and um, so we we have a, a we had one schnauzer, and he's a little bit older. He's nine or ten years old, and we're sitting on the couch, and every night for some reason at like eight or nine o'clock, he just gets all this energy, and he just wants to play. And like eight or nine o'clock, we're on the couch winding down. Like that's the last thing we want to do is play. So in passing, this is like a Sunday. In passing, I say, you know what? We should probably think about getting him a friend so that he has someone to play with. And, uh, I, and you know, she kind of nodded and said, yeah, you know, we should probably look into that, you know. So I'm like, yeah, and we should get a younger dog, you know, because, you know, he's nine or ten. Um, this way we'll, you know, if, if he passes, we'll have another dog to kind of get us through that. What and then, you, you know. What are you, the British, an heir and a spare all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, because we've already lost one of them and it was I, it was so traumatic. So yeah. we're just like, all right, you know, thinking about, you know, what, what would that would be like? And um, so that was the end of the conversation. That's Sunday night. Monday morning, I'm at work. I get a uh, text message or a phone call from my wife. She's like, all right, we're going to pick up the dog at 5 p.m. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Like, are you kidding me? And she's like, yeah, I reached out to the to the rescue and, and they have a, a you know, a, a dog ready to go. And it was just like, oh, shit. Like, it was that was a in-passing comment. Like, we should consider it one day, not, hey, tomorrow, let's go out and pick up our new dog. Yeah. And that's how it happened. Now we have to. <laughs> yeah, see, so you did the same thing. You got two for, you know, buddies, right? So that's why I got the two cats yeah. together. At the same time, it was great. They showed us a bunch. I feel bad. One of them had one eye, and they were like, this cat's great. It's really loving. What else you got? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look, I feel bad for the cat. I hope somebody adopts it, but that's not me. <laughs> like, oh, I just no. I couldn't. So, but yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. So... Um, anything right, else? Should we talk this about week? the package? <laughs> Whoa! Hey, I think, hey we, now. <laughs> I think we need to talk about the package. So we started the off with me getting me. and and now we're talking about a package. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. So um, you want me to start or you? You you sent it, so I feel like you need to at least you know explain. All right. So in episode eight, you talked about how much you love a certain ice cream, right? And so it's good humors toasted almond. Which they do not sell anywhere in the state of Arizona. Well, let me tell you, motherfucker, they don't sell in that many places in Connecticut. Because <laughs> I went to about five stores to finally find wow. it. And ironically, 
the store closest to me is the one that had it, but I was like, there's no way this one will have it. And so I went to all these other stores, can't, couldn't find it online. There was like no help of directing me to like, hey, here's the stores who sell it, nothing. So I kept going store to store, I finally found it. So I buy three boxes, I go home, I'm like, this is awesome. Put it in the freezer. It's actually been there for a couple weeks because I didn't have a box to send it in. So I was trying to figure out how am I gonna send this to you where it won't melt on the way. In the meantime, for Chinese New Year, we ordered something online from Momofuko, which was awesome, by the way. If you've never eaten a Momofuko, order something Bless from you. there. <laughs> Momofuko. <laughs> so we ordered something, and it came in basically the perfect size container, a um, refrigerated-type container. So I'm like, oh, this is fucking perfect. So I took that box, packed it up, brought it to FedEx, no, UPS first, and... So it is three boxes, basically, what is there, six in each, 18 ice creams, and um, a pitcher, but I'll get to that in a second. So I go to UPS, they weigh it, they, they measure it, all that good stuff, and the guy's like $130. And he's like, we think it can get there in two days, but possibly three, and by the way, Monday's a holiday, so that makes it four. So I'm thinking, well, that doesn't work. And fuck him, I'm not spending that much money <laughs> on a package <laughs> to send him some ice cream. He needs to get a new habit. So... I had gone through all this effort, did all this stuff. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me go try the post office. So I go to the post office and they price it out. And it's basically about the same. The funny thing is they're like, okay, Monday it's $130. But they're like, Sunday by three is 108 And I'm like, that makes zero sense. And the lady's like, mm -hmm. that's what the system's telling me. She's like, and Monday, Sunday is guaranteed by 3 p.m. So I'm like, all right, great, perfect. And I did the math. I went in late as day as I possibly I could on Friday. So it was only going to be 48 hours now, potentially, that the package would be uh, in transit. But put a bunch of ice in there. It had a styrofoam container. It was inside another box. I was hoping that would work. Ships out. Now, it wasn't the intention of it being a Valentine's Day gift, but I thought it was funny that it was going to arrive on Valentine's Day. And you did text me, and you were like, yeah, you're going to get something, you know, on Sunday. And I'm like, all right, oh, yeah. Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> so I kept, wait, I kept checking the site. Did it deliver yet? Did it deliver yet? Then I started reaching out to you at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. You're like, there's nothing here. You're like, you fucking lied to me. <laughs> you're like, you're playing with my emotions. So I'd actually, I sent you like, no, this is the tracking number, like all this stuff. So package doesn't arrive on Sunday. It ends up arriving on Monday. Now, what happens on Monday once you get the package? Well, um, I went back and I have a doorbell cam. So I went back and checked. I didn't get it until about noon. That's when I went out and, and saw it out there and pulled it in. But uh, it got dropped off at like 8 a.m. So they still didn't get it there by Sunday at 3. But um, they did get it there Monday morning. So I go outside, pick up the package. It's a pretty big box. I pull it in. Um, it's not cold. <laughs> That's the first warning sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I live in Arizona, so it's still not cold. <laughs> it's not like Texas right now. That's under three feet of snow. Um, so I pull it in, I open it up, and uh, I don't even know that I could say what is on <laughs> the top of the box. I actually think I might have broke some laws, by the way, for sending this. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to send photographs of that nature 
uh, via the postal service. So maybe we should just leave it at that. I wish I could. I have to say what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so the photo, and here's here's the funny thing is, so now I'm at home. You sent me a package. It had a butthole drawn, hand-drawn. I'm very bad at art, so I, I wasn't going to draw something. So first step is I'm now Googling dicks. <laughs> so that's the first thing. I used in private filter, but now I'm Googling dicks. And now the funny thing is to me is I'm like, nope, that one's not good enough. That one's not good enough. <laughs> right? So now I'm judging which dick I'm going to send. As I'm going through them, I stumble across one that is some guy on his knees with four dicks facing him and shooting their loads on him. So I'm like, that's the one. So I print it. Oh. That alone probably cost me $3 in ink to print. That's the, what was on top of the box. It was an eight by, it was an eight and a half by 11 full edge to edge photo of lots of, lots of D and, uh, and some, some DNA everywhere. Yes. So the funny part about that is I pulled that out and I, I didn't even blink. I'm like, oh yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, this this that that was gonna happen, guaranteed. So I just pull it out and it's wet. Right? So it's wet and it's flimsy. So I put it on the table and then I go into the box and then you know what what appears to be ice cream is now squishy bags of liquid and uh pretty much every single one of them. Uh, was was melted to to the core. I did take two of the unopened boxes and run them right in to the freezer. So uh, I don't know. You, you want should should we go grab one right now? I'll edit out the part of me going to get it. But well, why don't we why don't we do it, it at the end? That'll be the last right, thing we'll we do, do before end. we end. So yeah, <laughs> you mentioned because there was three boxes and they all didn't fit. So two, I put the whole box in. And then the yeah. other one, I opened and I moved it around to fit in. it. But here's the thing I don't understand. And look, I'm not a fucking scientist, but as you pointed out to me, the ice was still frozen, solid. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand well, what happened. The ice on the now. bottom was frozen. The ice on the top wasn't. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and the the singles that you pulled out were all on the top. So, or at least mostly on the top. So, uh, so I sent I sent Mike a video of me pressing on the, the squishy bags of liquid. <laughs> yeah, which I in turn showed to my kids and my daughter loved it so much. In the video, David's going, he's just poking the bags going, squishy, squishy, squishy. Now my daughter's <laughs> been doing that all day. She loved it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so fucking you, you, you know, USPS is a piece of shit. They're up there with Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Philly. <laughs> so um, I want to see how much mileage we get out of that every episode from here on out. Fuck you, Philly. Yeah. If nothing else, I can just blame it on the way they tanked the season and kept the Giants out of the playoffs this year. But that's uh, for a different day. So yeah. one other thing that happened this week, I don't know if you have anything else, but one other thing that happened this week is my dad's putting his his apartment in Florida on the market, right? With my mom in the yep. assisted yeah, living. About that. Yeah, my dad's like, I don't want this anymore. So it's on the market. So we got an offer that's going to close very soon. So he went down there to take some stuff out. So it reminded me of a funny story when he first got the apartment, the first time I went to visit him. I get down there and the person before him had died in the apartment. And the kids were just like, we don't want anything. Like everything that's here can stay. And like they left computer, TV, the bed, wow. furniture, everything. They just basically closed the door, walked away and said, sell it. 
So when my dad got the apartment, it had everything in it already. And I go to visit him maybe six, eight weeks after he gets the place. And as I'm there- Does it smell like dead person? No, no. I see dead people. (laughs) No. So he- um, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. So they have, they were older people. So they had the big um, thing around the TV. What the hell is it called? Vanity? I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah. Like a, shit. I don't even know what it's like called. A but yeah, case, I, know I guess, saying. right? Yeah. So they have that around. Entertainment Center. Entertainment Center. Now. They have yeah. that around the TV. And on top of it is all these golf trophies. So I have a question for you before you go for yes. the golf trophies. Were the, uh, so the, the couch was included in the place, right? Yep. Was it covered in plastic? No. My parents used to do that. They don't do it anymore. I know. Everybody's parents used to do that. (laughs) That's why I Um, asked. It was not. Um, Hopefully, they didn't do anything on it. (laughs) All right. Golf trophies, go. So, the golf trophies are on top of the entertainment unit. And I'm like, what are these? And he's like, oh, it was the guy who died. He was a golfer. So, I'm like, why aren't you taking him down? He's like, they look good up there. They seem to fit in the apartment, so I'm just going to leave them. <laughs> so the fucker's got like 15 golf trophies. He never swung a golf club in his life. <laughs> so yeah, he just kept he kept the trophies. What a conversation piece if someone were to come over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you oh, like golf? You no. <laughs> would you like something to drink? And then just don't talk about it again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How was your week? Anything else? Um, No, it was a fairly um, uneventful week. Um, I did uh, pick up my dad, and as everybody knows, anyone who's listened to the show, my dad has Alzheimer's, and it's getting pretty bad. Um, on Saturday, I needed to go, you know, I got I got a new truck, so I've been making some modifications to it. So I needed some tools. So he loves the hardware store. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to call him, pick him up, see if he wants to go to the hardware store. Maybe he'll get a kick out of it. So we go to um, to the hardware store, and he's following me around the store. And he's like, I have these. And I'm looking at like, you know, very specific, you know, drivers for an impact wrench. And he's like, I have these. They're, they're in my garage. And I'm like, well, you know, your garage is in New York. You're, you're not in New York anymore. He's like, well, my son has them. You should ask him where they are because they're in his garage. And I'm like, that's me. And they're not because I sold them because we, you know, you were not using them and we could use the money to pay for your rent. So, uh, yeah, he just had one of those moments where he just wasn't really thinking. But after I said it, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. I don't know. So I know we're not supposed to make fun of people with Alzheimer's, right? But I make fun of my mom all the time because it helps me deal with it. But when (laughs) you and I were uh, unloading his place. In New York, yeah. Yeah, in New York. If you remember, as we were going through it, this is kind of like what just happened there. He went there Mm -hmm. and he didn't remember stuff. He had to buy a drill bit every single time he went to the hardware store. Because when you and I packed up his place, he had at least 75 drill bits. And they were the like big ones that like plumbers would use, I guess, or electricians if you have to drill a hole yeah. all the way through the wall, right? There was like 75 of them. So he must, every time he went, he must have bought one. He'd be like, I need this, I can use this. Well, he, he had drills too. It wasn't just the drill bits. Like he had like four screw guns, like all brand new, like DeWalt screw guns. Um, that I subsequently sold for a decent amount of money so that he could help pay his rent. But uh, yeah, he just, he, he would lose stuff and then he would just go buy a new one, which makes zero sense to me, but so I guess. I know um, this isn't the path we were going on. Have you ever used a nail gun? Yeah. yeah I never have. That's literally like on my bucket list. <laughs> oh, come on over. I got, I have a couple actually. <laughs> my, uh, my cousin rented one for something 
he used it around his house and then he returned it and it happened to come up literally used it Saturday, Sunday, he returned it and Monday he happened to bring it up to me in passing. I'm like, motherfucker, you had a nail gun and I didn't know? It was like I would have came over. And he's like, oh, you would have helped? I'm like, incorrect, you're not listening. I'm like, I would have come over, but I wasn't going to help. I was just going to fuck around with the nail gun. Yeah, I, I think I'd be dangerous with that though. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about the drink of the week. Yes. What do you got? Uh, this week I have an old fashioned and usually an old fashioned is, uh, it's bourbon or whiskey, um, bitters, simple syrup, usually an orange peel and, um, you know, uh, a cherry or, or, or whatnot. So, I mean, that's, that's typically how you make it, but I was at a friend's house last week and they had, um, and I'll put it on the camera now. Um, this isn't the one that they had. Let's see if I can get the camera to focus first. Maybe there, there you is. go. Um, so it's old fashioned syrup. So it's actually, uh, it's made by a company called Withco and, um, it's got Madagascar, vanilla, orange, bitters, you know, simple syrup in it. So it's basically a pre-made mix for an old fashioned, which I've never done before, but we had it at their house and this is a very similar brand to the one that they had and it was really good. So I'm like, all right, let's order it. So the wife and I ordered it off of, uh, I don't even know what website we ordered it off of, probably Total Wine or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's an old fashioned with some uh, Angel's Envy um, whiskey. And how do you oh, like it? Good. good. Smooth. Yeah. My my wife has joined, and I don't know if I mentioned this, she joined like an alcohol of the month club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she's on two months in. But it, it's a science project. Like it comes yeah, with. Yeah. You've also mentioned that you keep screwing it up because you're buying the wrong alcohol well, to go with her. The mixer. first time, yeah. <laughs> the second time, um, it was so much work. I'm not kidding you. And she's like, I I'm taking my time because I'm not used to doing this. It was about 10 minutes. Mm. And when she was done, it was basically the equivalent of a shot's worth of drink. Like, oh. That's a lot of fucking work. And she's like, yeah, I know. I think next time I'm going to double the uh, servings. Is it a, like a mixology thing where kind they of. give you all the ingredients? and yeah. Everything but the alcohol. Connecticut, but I think, is alcohol. one of those states you can't ship alcohol or a certain alcohol oh. you can't ship. But like... One I of bet things, you I can ship you alcohol. I'll prove it. <laughs> yeah, uh, in a uh, with some ice cream. Not using a USBS though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things that came with it was celery drink. Celery so it's by drink. Doc Doc Browns, right? They're the ones who make like the kosher black cherry, those things. Sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Soda. Every yeah. restaurant where you can get. Um, uh, pastrami they sell doc browns <laughs> oh, of course yeah right? and especially like black cherry yeah and so they make this celery one and it was it was like licking the side of a celery stick i'm like why <sighs> the fuck would you want to drink out of this <laughs> so well cucumber like i don't know what it is with with vegetable drinks now but like cucumber is now in like everything including alcohol like i i saw like a cucumber lime seltzer like hard seltzer and i'm just like what is going on fucking vegans <laughs> Fuck you, Philly. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to talk about teas from last episode. So it's mm -hmm. it sounded like, I don't know if you have a story. So do you have any story in relation to like a big show or anything like No. That? I, so I've never been anywhere where um, peep show is a thing. I mean, I've been to plenty of plenty of strip clubs, but um, peep show, that, that that doesn't even sound like entertaining to me. Well, like, the, it, it, it sounds like a bad idea. They all are. Whenever, <laughs> <laughs> just I'm not saying like a it's a good idea. idea. Let me I'll tell you the whole story. So <laughs> no, no, no good story 
ends it up at a peep show. Like, uh, like no good idea ends at a peep show. So I was in my early twenties. We were at a, we were at GQ's house and his friend Star Wars, who lived two doors down from him. Mm-hmm. And one of the wives, I don't remember who it was. They were having like Tupperware party or candle party, like one of those things where all the ladies get together for a few hours. Basically, it's a way to sell you shit and drink wine. And so my girlfriend was there and both of their wives were there. And so this was in the early 90s. Internet was just kind of starting. It was still that AOL, eh, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And so (laughs) the topic comes up and we start trying to download porn, right? So that's how (laughs) it starts. Yes. So you're with your guy friends and you're downloading porn. Well, a very specific one that we had heard about and... I don't, you're not really supposed to talk about this because it involves... Does it involve a horse? It does. (laughs) (laughs) And a lady. And so we were trying to find that that internet thing. Yeah, it's a very famous piece of uh, internet lore because when email was starting to be really popular before like video and YouTube and even like the web... Like people would send jokes around via email and you could, you know, you can attach videos to it. And I remember, I remember said video being passed around and gagging at the, uh, the side of it. Yeah, just like the lady did in that. the video. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the actual video is called, I think it was called Horse Blow, actually is what it was called. Um, and so we were trying to download that just because like, I, look, I like... I'm willing to listen, see, read, eat, try, or anything different. Like, just some, I never experienced it. So, this had come up, and I'm like, yeah, I got to see this. Like, if you're fucking telling me this is happening, I got to see it. So, we tried downloading it. As we're trying to download it, it is taking fucking forever. And so, we start bullshitting as we're waiting. And um, GQ says something to the effect of, why do you want to watch this fucking video? If you want to see anything, just go to a fucking peep show in Manhattan. So both me and Star Wars are like, like, I've never been to one. So he's like, ah, you know, they're all over down there. And this was before Disney took over 42nd Street and and really cleaned it up. And Giuliani was there and, and fixed it as well. So being the derelicts we are, we're like, look, this party's about three hours. We can get to the city in about a half an hour, <laughs> go to one of these places and come back. So that's what we did. So we all pile in the car, we drive down. And so we go to this peep show. Now, look, I'm, I was a pretty young kid at the time, relatively inexperienced with like women in general at that point, right? So we go to this place, we go in, and it is the typical put in a quarter or a token, whatever it is, the window opens for the 30 seconds, the ladies behind there dancing. I've only seen that in like movies. I've yeah, never well, actually witnessed I've only been to life. one. This is the only time I've ever been there. And so... That's part of it. Then there's also like you, it's kind of like a half circle. And so people are at each window and I guess you're not supposed to be able to tell who's there or not, but you see like people sticking their hands in and shit like that. And so then the shade comes down and then the they get sad and they put in more money and then you see their hands again, right? <laughs> so that's the little bit of the cycle. And then, so that's on one floor. I don't remember if it was upstairs or downstairs. But then from there, we there's ladies walking around who are like, in essence, like strippers would at a strip club. Like, hey, you interested in a lap dance? You interested in a show? We can have two women. We can, like, et cetera, et cetera. So one lady comes up to us, and I, I apologize. I'm not sensationalizing this. This is just what she said. 
she's like, you guys look like you have some money and you're looking for some fun. How about we go in the booth here? You guys sit on one side. I sit on the other side. Open ass. Open you want <laughs> so we're like uh, okay thank you we're gonna go now and so like that's when like all these tough guys are like yeah i don't care i'll be and we're like i'm gonna go now like please please don't hurt me <laughs> so we left and we went back to the to our place and i don't even know if we ever told the girls we even went but uh, yeah well, now they know uh, yeah well <laughs> that ex uh, doesn't talk to me anymore so i don't think that's a problem <laughs> one of the guys is divorced so that's not a problem yeah. and the other one knows his wife knows he's a derelict so that's fine as well <laughs> yes yeah i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> yes. um funny thing going back to the to the animal thing because i can't let this one go <laughs> um and i i've forgotten this story so it's coming deep deep out of the archives when uh, when I was a sophomore at Arizona State University, I uh, filmed one? my freshman year. What's that? Filmed one? <laughs> no. My, my freshman year, I joined a fraternity. And uh, sophomore year, a bunch of us went down to um, Nogales, which is a border town uh, between Arizona and uh, and Mexico. So I'm guessing that's because you didn't know about, what is it, Nostra, N N Night Nostra, what is it called? Oh, Zona Norte. Zona Norte. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about that a few episodes ago. Um, yeah, so this was, this was, oh gosh, this is 93, 94 maybe, probably 93. Anyways, a bunch of us, it's, you know, it's a four-hour drive or whatever, and we're like, hey, you know, let's, let's go down for the night and, you know, we'll just hang out and then we'll, you know, drink all night and then we'll drive back in the morning, right? So we go down. Um, I don't remember much of the trip other than uh, we got into a fight in one of the bars or one of my one of my fraternity brothers got into a fight. So we kind of had to save him and pull him out. But I do remember at one point in time, someone offering us an opportunity to see the donkey show. And I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently it is a thing. Uh, and in Mexico, apparently it's very easy to participate in a donkey show. And I asked what a donkey show was, and they said, "Well, you know, we we have a we have a female and we have a donkey. Use your imagination for the rest." And I was like, "I think I need to see this." <laughs> And my fraternity brothers are like, trust me, you don't want to see it. We're, we're not doing this. And we ended up, I mean, that was the end of it. But uh, I had never experienced such a thing, nor even thought that could be possible. But uh, for 200 bucks a person, we could have uh, spent an hour in a room with a female and a donkey. And uh, I can't imagine that would have ended well at all. So I'm actually thankful that we didn't go through that experience. <laughs> I may have been traumatized. Kevin Smith in Clerks 2 has a scene about that because I guess in some of the older movies, they always talked about it. So in mm -hmm. Clerks 2, there's actually a scene with a donkey. They put a little spin on it, though. Instead of a donkey and a woman, it's a donkey and a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, uh, it's just one of those things. I've gone once. I was uh, my early 20s. Why not? All right. All right. Before we do anything else, I want to try something different. Okay. So I have in front of me a, if the camera will focus, and if you're listening to us, I'm holding up a $25 gift card to uh, Apple iTunes. And we're going to give it away. But we're not just going to give it away to anybody. You got to earn it. So um, in every episode of Ridiculously Bored, I wear a hat. 
Okay, we are now 14 episodes in. Uh, I have worn 13 different hats. Okay, so do the math. Find the two episodes that I wore the same hat in and tell me what the name is on the hat and put it in the comments below this episode on YouTube. Sorry if you're on, uh, on listening on a podcast, you're going to have to go look the show up on YouTube. Uh, well, if you're listening to it on a podcast, you don't know that I'm wearing a hat, so you can't participate. <laughs> so go to YouTube. But everybody's uh, entitled to play. But the first person that posts a comment on this episode on YouTube naming what episode numbers I wore the same hat in and what is written on the hat gets a $25 gift card. I will mail it to you as soon as we confirm the winner. Nice. I, I can't believe you remember which hats you wore, like for even you to come up with this. No, I actually had to look it up. <laughs> I have I have a, a, a basket of probably, I don't know, 30 hats. So um, I, I try and pick one that I, you know, didn't wear in a, pr a prior episode. And so I just happened to go back and I'm like, all right, let's see. Oh, I've worn this one. I've worn this one. Oh, crap. I wore the same hat twice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of a fun uh, scavenger hunt for people to go do. Yeah. So for the people who are listening on podcasts and go to YouTube, while you're there, you might as well like and subscribe as well. Nice. Right? Yes, please. That was good, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Where do you go? I'm going to have, I'm going to turn you into a marketer yet. <laughs> so um, speaking of multiple hats and having a lot of one thing, GQ has so many ties that one year he intentionally made sure not to wear the same tie. So he wore, you normally work, what, 260 days a year? He wore 260 yeah. different ties that year, made a, made a conscious effort not to wear the same tie in that year. All right, I don't have that many hats, so at some point I will run out. Maybe I'll stop wearing hats at that point. <laughs> um, all right. So we've talked about ridiculously bad advice. I read one yes. that I thought was one, one funny, too. I thought it would lead to some discussions. So ridiculously bad advice from David and Michael. If you have acne, you should rub grease on your face and it'll go away in a few weeks. Ridiculously bad advice from David and Michael. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so did you, have you seen like it, it pops up on. Uh, no pun intended. It pops up on um, oh, YouTube <laughs> and TikTok and Facebook, uh, all these channels where people are just popping zits. Like that seems to be a thing that's out there. I think that uh, that Dr. Pimple Popper show on, I think it's on like Lifetime or TLC or something like that. That show brought out the worst in humanity in that I think people found that they enjoyed seeing that type of stuff. I can't even, like, the, the second the commercial comes on and it says Dr. Pimple Popper, I have to change the channel. Like, I can't, because typically they're, it's not pimples, it's like tumors, like massive, massive, like, cysts or something where they're, like, cutting them open and all this white, ugh, I don't even want to go there. So, yeah, it, it's a thing, and I don't know why, it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. Yeah. And like, look, I get the, thankfully, like adolescence, I never had a pimple problem, thankfully. Um, and, you know, you get one every once in a while. And even those, like where they get to a point where you pop them, like, I don't even want to watch that. And that's mine. <laughs> like, I, obviously I need to look, otherwise I'm going to poke out an eye. But like, I, I just don't get it. And those shows are all over. And then the problem is, as soon as you watch one for a couple seconds, just to see like what it is. Then it gets fucking caught up in the logic of all these channels, and then they keep offering right. those as options. So, yeah. 
And now, yeah, it's, it's stuck in your, in your history and it's part of the algorithm now. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, speaking of algorithms and history and all these different TikTok, Facebook and stuff. So we had talked about, we're event, we have a TikTok site. We haven't put anything on it yet, but we're going to, and when yeah. we do, we'll start pushing it. But you told me about it. I looked into it. I've never used TikTok. I'm, I'm not their target market. I am yeah. the old man in the room, but downloaded it. We created this account for a ridiculously bored. And now every once in a while, I find myself doing this almost every night. I just spend 10 minutes looking at the different videos. Disappointed in society. He's <laughs> like, that's, that's all I feel when I watch these videos. Yeah, I can't get into TikTok. Uh, my wife is totally into it. My daughter's into it. And they even create videos. I don't. Um, the, uh, I, I just, it's just, I, I understand why it works because if you have a few minutes in the day and you want to burn time and potentially see something funny, you, you can do it. Um, where it catches on is people can take someone else's, like the first half of someone's TikTok and they can add on to it and then pass it around kind of as their own. Like if someone asks a question or, and has a reaction to something, you can take the question part of the TikTok and then you can add your own reaction and then it like kind of goes viral. So I get it, but I just don't, uh, I don't enjoy it. And for every hundred of them, there's maybe five that are really funny. So I don't have that time to spend 80% of my time not laughing. (laughs) We do that each week on this podcast. (laughs) So so the other thing is, is if you mentioned, if you're watching a hundred videos, there's Mm -hmm. like 20 of them that are the exact same thing, the same song, the same style, whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing. And then a couple of them are like, people will be like, oh, wait till you see this at the end. And then there is no fucking ending. There's nothing that happens like in the thing. And I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> 30 fuck you filling <laughs> that's i'm like that's 30 so, seconds wasted like it's uh. can we say fuck you philly every time we get upset that'll be the new thing <laughs> it's kind of like bye felicia yes. from uh from friday bye felicia i yeah. love that thing i love the I movie know. friday uh-huh. um all right so you want to do one crazy question no i think we should do um we should do. We haven't done pod, te- pod deck in three weeks. All right, let's go. So let's do a random question from Pod Deck, and hit the randomizer. What is the longest you've ever waited in line for something, and what was it? Well, this is good because I know how much you absolutely despise waiting for anything in life. So, all right, I'll go first. I hate lines. <laughs> uh, yes. And like when I'm in Manhattan, there is so many fucking options. I'm not waiting in any lines. Like there's no reason to go to this nice trendy restaurant or um, different restaurant when there's five more right behind you that are just as different, just as good. And there's no mm-hmm. lines. So I fucking hate lines. So I've never like, yeah, I've never like waited online for the new iPhone. I have very rarely in probably the last 20 years, maybe when I was younger, like, oh, the new Star Wars is coming. I got to be the first in line type thing. I don't do any of that shit anymore. Um, I do wait in line for stuff with the kids. So like when we go to Disneyland or something like that, we'll wait in those lines. But nowadays, that's probably the longest line I'd wait in. I don't even like waiting in lines at the gas station. 
Disney, I, I, we have to talk about this. Um, the last time I went to either Disney World or Disneyland, I think it was probably Disney World, um, I think we went on like six rides the entire fucking day. Like each one was 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So you get there at eight o'clock or whenever it opens, you do two rides, you eat lunch, you do two more, and then you're, you're like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do anything else because we've done absolutely nothing in it and we've only gone on four rides. Uh, I, I just, I can't stand that. Even the fast pass is like the dumbest invention well, ever. Because now everybody has fast. fast pass. Yeah, everybody does it. So it's no longer fast. So, there so you is, have to like reserve your, your time. So there is one at Disney that is next level shit. This is like, you got to have some good money. It's like two or 300 bucks an hour. And you have somebody who walks you around and actually brings you to the front of the line for every single ride. I but would do that in a heartbeat. Well, it's like a seven or eight hour minimum though. So you're talking about three grand per person, not, not for your group per person. So I've heard celebrities do that sometimes. Right, I just wouldn't they, go. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't go at all. So further answer to that pod deck question, lines. There's been times where I've gotten in fights or arguments on lines because people don't like the logic that I've used for the line. And by that, I mean, if you go to a supermarket and there's fucking 15 lines, you get on one. If the other one's moving faster, you move over to it. Right. Everybody does that. Or if, if you're willing to switch lines. So, some people work with the Unless law of lines. Unless you're stubborn like me and I'm, I'm committed to the line that I'm in and I usually pick the worst line. Well, that's also the law of lines. Whatever line you're on <laughs> will move the slowest. Yes. So if I'm at a gas station and that same type thing, all the pumps are full, people are at them, then one happens to move really quickly, I'll move my car into it. So one lady starts yelling at me. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, the guy finished, so I went into the spot. And she's like, no, you can't do that. It needs to be the next person in the other line. And I'm like, have you ever been to a fucking supermarket? Like, that's not how it works. Unless there's the person, sometimes you're at a supermarket and the person will be like, who's next in that line? Come over here. Then I get it. So like, yeah, I've gotten an arguments over it. It's ridiculous. You know what I fucking hate? Um, this happens to me at convenience stores more than anything because they're so unorganized. But they'll typically have two registers, but one line. All right, one queue. So everybody, you know, and, and now, especially with COVID, you have the, the six foot like stickers mm -hmm. that are on the floor everywhere now, like, you know, do your social distancing, which is fine. But the problem is, you know, so we get a couple people in a line and we're waiting for the two registers. And, you know, the, the theory is you go to the next available register when, when it becomes available. Well, there's always some fucking asshole that walks in and decides to make a second line. Right. And he thinks he's beat the system because he's now jumped to the front of the line and he's going to get the next cash register or the next, you know, available register on the side that he's standing on. And I'm like, dude, you wait, wait, hold on, hold on. This is where everybody not from New York usually doesn't say anything. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many fights I'm almost got into in uh, in in the state of Arizona. People doing this shit, and the, and he's like, "Look, this is, you know, the argument is, well, you're in line for that register. I'm in line for this register, and I'm like, nah, motherfucker, I'm in line for the next register. I don't give a shit which one it is. You're getting behind me, or we're going outside." Yeah. So as I've 
gotten older and traveled more and been to more places, I realized that the responses is a very New York thing. Most other yeah. people just say to themselves, oh, that sucks. Now I'm third. And they just, yeah. just stay there. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, it's so, it just triggers me. Absolutely triggers me every time. All right, give us another pod deck question. Hold on. I didn't answer the question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So um, my, my my initial, while I was thinking about this, my initial answer was going to be, you know, something to the effect of, you know, waited in line for four hours for like an Xbox or something for my kids for Christmas. But then I thought of the time in 1994 that me and my fraternity brothers wanted so bad to, to wait outside pink. the donkey show <laughs> no it wasn't the donkey show uh this was to see pink floyd play at uh, at sun devil stadium uh, on uh, arizona state university campus so we went to a mall parking lot at midnight the ticket lines opened at 8 a.m so we we knew it was going to be rough getting a seat let alone a good seat in this concert. Thankfully, Sun Devil Stadium at the time held like 70,000 people. So we were getting in, but, you know, you, you don't want to be nosebleed. I mean, this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We knew Pink Floyd wasn't going to be out much longer so because um, they were getting up there in age. So we went there at midnight thinking that we would be first in line. Oh, no. <laughs> we were about 200th in line at midnight the night before the 8 a.m. ticket sale. And luckily, um, they did a random drawing. So what they did was they handed out tickets to everybody in line. And then the ticket had a number on it. And then they called your number. And we ended up getting called like 20th. Nice. So out of the, you know, by, the, by 8 a.m., there were thousands of people in line. You know, we just happened to be 200th in line. And there was like eight of us. So one of us went in and bought like, you know, 12 tickets or whatever. But we ended up being like 20th and we ended up getting like, I want to say like 15th row, nice. you know, seats. So you said a once in a lifetime thing. Isn't that the same fucking concert we then saw in New York a couple months later? Yeah, well, I didn't know I was going to be able to go see them again. <laughs> and besides, who you know, you want to go with your fraternity brothers. I mean, that was that was a pretty interesting experience. We had guys doing all sorts of narcotics that night and shrooms and LSD and all sorts of things because that's, I guess, what you did when you went to a Pink Floyd concert. I did not partake in any of that, I'll have I, you say. I can't imagine, like, liking the group Fish and going and not doing all that stuff, right? Because that's their big thing. Is that, that's all people just get fucking wasted around the stadium, right. in the stadium. Like, what about if you just like the music, but you just want to go for that? Like, it's got to be a weird experience. You got to be like uh, the old creepy guy at the end of the bar who's like 70. Like, <laughs> Well, I had never been to a concert like this. I got to imagine it's what going to see the Grateful Dead would have been like back in the 70s because people were passing joints around like it was like, you know, water. It was like no big deal. So, uh, so that was, that was kind of funny, but, uh, yeah, we waited eight hours in line. I don't think I've ever waited in any line for eight hours. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so either. I don't, it's not for me. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right. Uh, let's do the one crazy question. My friend Mighty Eagle recommended this question. She's like, Hey, can I give you a suggestion for, uh, your one crazy question? She's like, I read it somewhere. She's like, it's not original for me, but she's like, I thought you guys might like it. So. If people came with a warning tag, what would yours be? I didn't think about this one before this episode, so I'm kind of going on, on the fly here. Um, I think we've established over the last 13 weeks that 
I fucking hate human beings in general because most of them are, are idiots. So I think my warning label, and this isn't a... You know, and a warning label that exists out there in the world today. But my warning label would be, "Don't be a fucking idiot." <laughs> and I don't know that that needs much more explanation than that. But I really have almost zero patience for for people that don't have an ounce of common sense. Are you gonna make uh, you're gonna make those now? Are you gonna go out and break those? <laughs> <laughs> don't be a fucking idiot. That's my warning label. I'm sticking with it. I thought your warning label might be something like enter in rear. (laughs) No, no. Exit only. That's what my warning label is. Um, So I thought of, because I had obviously a little bit more time, I thought of a bunch of different ones. And I actually went um, a different route. I actually tried to think about real ones. And then some of them I even had to check because I'm like, is this how it's worded, the real one? So one of them is not a warning label, but... This guy, Mark Bernardin, who's on a uh, podcast I listen to, he actually has created a shirt that says, be humble, but let a motherfucker know. <laughs> like, that's, just, <laughs> that's just a great warning label, but that, that's not the one I want. So I that thought about um, possibly combustible, right? Because you talked about in episode nine, uh, uh, my ass and my yes. farts. Maybe no, even I didn't contents. talk about your ass. I did not talk about I would <laughs> never talk about your ass. I talked about your gas. Did not talk about your ass. Let's be clear about that. Everybody should listen to episode nine. I think there was some <laughs> some hints of ass discussion in there. Uh, um, maybe even contents under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's a good one. maybe I would be one of those warning labels that's like the cigarette pack nowadays that are like really fucked up that have like half a lung on it. And it's like warning. <laughs> so that might be a good one. Warning, you may die. Yeah, I think most of the boys would suggest that I get one that says caution heavy, like you get on like luggage when you pack it, when you travel. <laughs> um, fasten seatbelt, maybe one, just one of those exclamation points. And then there's, there's the always classic, the parental advisory explicit lyrics. You can't go wrong yeah. with that one. Yeah, um, But I thought my actual warning label would be look both ways before crossing. Ooh, ooh I like that. Yeah. Double entendre. I, like I was trying to think of one for what can be my sarcastic um, wit. And I thought that one fit very well. Look both ways before crossing. Mm. That would, that, that statement would assume that you actually have wit. So I don't, I don't know how, how accurate that is. (laughs) Enter in rear. (laughs) 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 All right. Do you, do you have a joke vault joke? This one is amazingly dated. Amazingly. This had to be on its way out at the time I was writing it. (laughs) Let me translate that for new listeners. That means it's going to suck. No, yeah, maybe, but (laughs) that's always possible each week. But first things first, I got to give a little bit of background. Because I like, literally, I don't even think people know what the fuck this is about. Yes. So there's a saying, what's the 411, right? Mm -hmm. That saying is because 30 years ago, you used to be able to dial 411 on your phone and get an operator who would give you information, whatever you ask. What's the number of the pizzeria? Um, can I get the number of the movie theater? Like all of those type things. So that's where that term, what's the 411 comes from. Yes, today they call that Google. Yeah, Google or, um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. Like, so how out, this is how outdated this is. Oh. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, David. What were you going to say? I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can Have you, you ever 
we were talking about TikTok before. There's a really good joke around where parents um, take one of those rotary dial phones from like the 70s and 80s and they give it to their teenagers and they they challenge them to dial a phone number and they can't figure it out. So it needs to be the one without even like the numbers. It's just the circles, right? No, no, it has the numbers in it. It, it, it's it's the circle but with the numbers in it, but they can't figure out how it works. Do you remember when the rotary phones went from the actual dial the number and it like backwards? Yep, it goes back. Yeah. Then it became the bush buttons, but it still did the noise in the background. So you'd press yeah, one and it'd yeah. like beep, 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 beep in the background. So that's precisely the reason why teenagers couldn't figure it out is because they were trying to hit the, like move the number to move the circle to the number and then to the next number and then to the next number without letting it kind of like click back. So when my kid was about four or five, they do those tests where they show them stuff. It's, it's like a Rorschach test, but for kids. So you're yeah. not going to see some crazy dead bull or anything. But they showed him like a car and a horse. And then one of them was a fucking rotary phone. And I'm like, Doc, he has no idea what that is. I'm like, he's never <laughs> seen that. Update your fucking cards. <laughs> All right. Put a cell phone in there, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Joke vault. Anyone else notice how when you dial 411, after they ask, after you ask the person for the number, they connect you to a computer to give you the number. The computer gives you the number such as 555-1212, but then they repeat it like you're a fucking moron. Five. <laughs> five. Five. Yeah, so that's it. I just... It's amazing. Like, how fucking dated this joke is. <laughs> that's pretty bad, yeah. 411. Wow. No, that's that's interesting. So, um, ironically, and, and maybe this isn't an irony, but uh, on Facebook, there are, as most people know, there are Facebook groups. And uh, my town, uh, the town of Ahwatukee, in, it's a village, actually, in, in Phoenix, um, there's, there's a group, a Facebook group. It's called the Ahwatukee 411. And... Uh, I mean, I never even considered the fact that people didn't know what 411 meant until you actually just brought that up. Yeah. So, so look, it, ha it hasn't been used in so long that when I found this joke and I read it, I'm like, 411. I'm like, that's like the old number they used to call, right? And I, I fucking, mm -hmm. I, I Googled it, ironically, <laughs> to double check. <laughs> I'm like, nope, yeah, that's it is what I think it is. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the number 5551212. Not everybody um, might know this, but uh, that 5551212 was the, the, the alternative to 411. Um, if you ever wanted information, you can go to any zip code and dial 5551212, and it was the exact same thing as 411. Um, so, for example, if you lived in New York, you can dial 212-555-1212. You could even dial 800-555-1212 and ask them for a telephone number that was, um, you know, an 800 number. So um, when I worked, I worked as a sales rep at, uh, at a company called Insight um, many, many moons ago. And one of the sales reps that used to sit next to me was just this hardcore, like used car salesman, like just a total scumbag. And all he ever wanted was the sale. And if the minute he knew that you weren't going to buy something when you called in, he would hang up on you <laughs> and he would find some way to like ditch you or pass you off to somebody else. And he was just kind of a churn and burn kind of guy. 
And uh, we used to get people that called all the time and they were like, hey, you know what? I just bought this laptop from you guys and, you know, it's a Hewlett Packard and I don't know how to get in touch with their support. Can you look up their support? And, you know, me, I'd be like, sure thing. One second, look it up in our system. And here it is. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, he he was notorious for going, yep, I have that number right here. It's 800-555-1212. And then he clicked, <laughs> hang up the phone on him like that. And I'm like, oh, you're such an asshole. But I hadn't heard that number in a long time either. 555 so you know that that was the only 555 number that was a real number. So in movies, TV shows, all those, they used to always give numbers. Like if a girl gave a number or something, they'd always say 555. That number, 555-1212, was the only active 555 number. And then yeah, I remember the reason, hearing maybe 15, 20 years ago, they were like, yeah, we're kind of running out of phone numbers, so we're going to start using these. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, after, uh, after Jenny, uh, Jenny all over the country got called at 8675309 people, yep. <laughs> people realized that they couldn't put real phone numbers in music and or movies or else people would call them relentlessly <laughs> well, I thought my joke dated ourselves so people look up that song that song's gotta yeah. be 35 40 years old well it's the 80s yeah that was like right in the <laughs> smack dab in the middle of like the uh, 80s craze and the MTV music right. so what do you want to talk about next week Next week, I think we should talk about um, one place I, w I would like to talk about. It's not a funny topic, although it could be a funny topic. I would like to talk about the, your favorite place you have ever been to in the entire world. And you've okay. been to a lot of places because you've worked in a bunch of places and you've traveled the world quite a bit more than I have. But um, I've got some, some pretty good places that I absolutely love and uh, wouldn't mind telling some stories about. All right. So why don't you go get a, an ice cream? Let's see what it's like. <laughs> and then we'll sign off afterwards. All right. So for the listeners who are still listening, if they could, when they're also putting in which hats David has worn twice, if they can also put in each of their comments that Michael is funnier than David, that would be very much appreciated. I'm pretty sure you won't hear this because David does do the editing. So I'm relatively sure he's just going to cut this out anyway. But we'll see what happens. He's back. All right. We are back. And I brought some extra paper towels. <laughs> Just in case. So this, see if I can get the camera to focus on it, is what should be a good humor toasted almond bar. So how <laughs> does it feel right now? Does it feel like it's one piece? Could be smushed uh, or fucked up, but does it feel like it's, it's at least It's very bumpy? sticky. So uh, I'm guessing these bags aren't 100% sealed. Um, it is solid, but is all solid at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> so I'm guessing it melted and reconstituted. And let's open it up. So what you need to do afterwards is you need to put in a photo of what it really looks like. <laughs> oh. oh my God, it's everywhere. Oh, fuck. It's not even, it's the shape of the bag as it was sitting in the freezer. And I can't even get the bag off. <laughs> oh, and it's dripping everywhere all over my computer. I'll get <laughs> so, it to focus. Let's see if we can get the camera to focus here. Oh, my God. It looks like a spoiled piece of bacon. There it is. <laughs> it kind of focused, but yeah. Well, as they say, the best laid plans of mice and men. 
Ah, fuck. There oh my god. That. You got now you got to match that with a real photo. You got to work in a real photo of what that's supposed to look like. Of what that's supposed to look like. You can see the stick somewhere in the middle of this gelatinous mass. That uh, well, it was frozen. It was worth a try. All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter. And eating ice cream, I am David Michael. And we are ridiculously, ridiculously cold. Because <laughs> my hands are freezing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Oh, man, that is so fucked.